Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, and I am coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's coming to you live from New York City, and we, we're broadcasting all over North America. We're going to be hanging out here with you for the next two hours, so whether you're listening on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, whether you're locked in on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, uh, you could be tuned in on SiriusXM channel 158, or you could be listening on a smart speaker. You could be on CBSSportsRadio.com. I don't care how you listen. I'm just glad that you are here. We know the news tonight. Georgia beat the living hell out of TCU. The final score, 65-7. to Georgia has now gone back-to-back. First team to win back-to-back titles since that uh, – Nick Saban guy did it about 10 years ago. And there's, there was no there's no competition in this game, none. This was a route. Stetson Bennett threw for four touchdowns. Four. The Georgia Bulldogs rushed for another five touchdowns. I would run you through the numbers, but they are just utterly embarrassing. And so rather than run you through the numbers, I want you to hear some of these touchdowns, I guess, because I'm a jerk. And I, I got to give credit to all the, the TCU fans who showed up to SoFi Stadium because there are a lot of fans that left early. There are a lot of fans who stayed. I was actually paying attention. I was like, I need to see TCU fans. I feel like even ESPN took the approach of, We can't just show TCU fans crying for the next hour or two hours or three hours, two and a half, because that's how long the beatdown lasted. But there was a point in time where the score was 38 to 7 at halftime and the TCU cheerleaders were still out there cheering. I don't know what they were cheering for, maybe for the bloodshed and the pain to stop. But this was just uh, it was bad. I'm not going to take you through all nine touchdowns because that would be uh, that'd be mean. I'm not that mean. I only allow you to hear about half of them. How about we start here? Setting up the, 
the halftime score of 38-7. to This was Stetson Bennett to Mitchell in the second quarter. All this is courtesy the Bulldogs Radio Network. From the 22, second and 10 for the Dogs. 32 seconds to go. Bennett to throw. Right angle, one-on-one coverage, and caught, I think. Yeah, touchdown, Mitchell. He's still fighting the guy. TCU ended up with the ball when they came out of the pile, but the officials say touchdown. Yeah, made the score 38-7 leading into halftime. Well, what about after halftime? Brock Bowers, the best tight end in the country. What happens when Stetson Bennett connects with him? The score becomes 45-7. What does that sound like? Bennett takes the snap in the shotgun, throws for the corner. Brock Bowers one-on-one. Caught! Touchdown! He ate him alive! Falls down into the end zone. Six more for Georgia. Okay. Now 45. And, uh, okay, if I add another touchdown on top of 45, to do some math here, I think I can do it. Uh, 45 plus 7 takes me to 52. And that was Stetson Bennett to who? Take a listen. Bennett to throw, lobs it to the right corner. There's McConkie. He got on his donkey and made a sliding catch in the right corner. Touchdown. Oh, the creativity. He got on his donkey. Good for him. And after that, there came a point in time where it's just like, we can't just keep running the starters out here, right? We got to let other guys go and play, right, so they could say they participated in a national championship game? Sure. Well, what happens when those guys get to play? They join in on the action. Branson Robinson in the fourth quarter, he said Stetson Bennett had had two scores. I want to score two. He made the score 59-7 with a one-yard touchdown run. George is going to get back on the line and go quickly. Hand it off to Robinson straight ahead from inside the one. Did he break the plane? The officials are running in. Yeah, there's the signal. Arms go up in the air. Touchdown, Branson Robinson. Damn. 59 to 7. I told you the final score was 65 to 7. So why not? Listen to one more touchdown. The last one. The Robinson, who scored a few moments ago, shakes and bakes at the 20, at the 15, at the 10, to the 5. Pylon touchdown. Left corner. Boy, a massive hole opened up just off tackle. And once again, Dogs able to get outside of contain. We've been doing it all afternoon. Hey, Shep, that, that's it. There's no more touchdowns, right? That's it. That, that, that's it. Uh, unless there's another uh, McConkie donkey that we don't know about. That would be no, it. No, no, no. The final score was 65-7, to 7, right? I, 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 it's, an, it's inconceivable, unfathomable, that a final in a college football Division I championship game is 65-7, to 7, but that would be correct. Okay, yeah. I'm just making sure I'm not in a twilight zone. I'm making sure I didn't take too much medicine before I came on air. Uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just making sure I understood this correctly. Well, someone told Sonny Dykes that Michigan was their championship. See, that's what happened. Oh, ouch! It's true. They didn't show you up. Think, you, you think the players got too hyped last week? It's natural. It's human. They're human. Well, Jr. But the Bulldogs are human too. And yes, I understand they won it the previous year, but there's some there's some new additions to that team. And 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 you just they're better though. Just flat. They're better. But they have more talent. They're better. But Jr. Not, it, you, yes, you're right. But if but and again, I'm sorry to be repetitive here, but that I know you don't like doing this, but what. 
if Marvin Harrison Jr. doesn't get hurt and a cheap shot is is made, is, is is allocated and levied his way, I believe without a shadow of a doubt, Ohio State pulls through. That Ohio State team got outscored by that Michigan team, twenty-eight to three, in their place in the second half, wow. in their biggest game of the season, and TCU beat that Michigan te- team. We could we could run around and do that all day, right? Would we get a if we if we were looking at Ohio State? Would they beat them this, with this score? I would, don't know. Wait, are you, are you asking would Ohio State beat TCU with that yeah, score? With this score, with this score, yeah. I think I think you you and myself and nine other guys the way TCU showed up or lack thereof on Monday would have beaten them sixty five to seven. Yes, uh, I think then show up, Jr. It's a combination. Are they this bad? No, they're not this bad. They're, they're not. But Georgia, it's not like Georgia is a is a world beater. It's not like they were wiping out teams all year long, a score of 100 to 0, and they faced TCU and said, oh, we'll only give them 65. This is, a, I'm not, I'm not going to kill TCU. It's a, it's a little bit of both. Like, they ran out of gas, I think, on uh, the game last week, and they ran into a team with a, with a different level of talent uh, tonight. And I just wish that we could have hit the eject button on this game earlier than we did. Hit the mercy rule. Like, like let's take us back to, you know, I don't know, a peewee, a, a high school. Let's get this over with. And as I sit here and talk to you all, I, I actually see there's been a leak of, of Kirby Smart's pregame a speech. I haven't confirmed it yet, but... It seems like his his pregame speech from Kirby Smart is floating around uh, the internet, and uh, no telling, you know, who in the locker room decided to uh, record it if it should be true. Uh, but yeah, he got his his folks hyped up. Congratulations to to the Georgia Bulldogs, as uh, and then Kirby Smart he picked up a one million dollar bonus. This was just a beating from pillar to post. If you want to holler at me, it's simple. You can find me online at JR Sport Brief. You can call up 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Alan is calling from Maryland. You're on the JR Sport Brief show. What's going on, man? First time caller. I appreciate you taking the call. Uh, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but um, at what point is that, like, would you consider this like running up for Georgia? Like running up the score. I mean, they, everybody knew they were going to win, but something like this. This is just this is crazy. I don't. I don't know. I mean, this is. It's not. It's we're not watching. You know, kids in in middle school. What was? I, I don't think Georgia was running up the score. What were they supposed to do? Just like take a knee, like every snap. I don't think they ran up anything. No, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say taking a knee for example. But I mean. How many other people on that sideline, you know, second, third string dudes that, you know, you knew they were going to win the game, so throw them in. How, what, what chance are they going to have to play in a bowl? You know what I mean? That sort of thing. Uh, I, I don't – yeah, I, I get it. I don't take issue with anything that they did. Uh, you, you, you come out of halftime, as much as it is kind of pie in the sky, there is a chance and a possibility that you get a couple fumbles and maybe things turn around. So I don't think – you you hit the eject button or take your foot off the gas at halftime. So you have to see what it looks like in a the third. They wanted to completely ensure that they won the game. 
because we know wild things happen. Crazy things happen all the time. And so I'm not, I'm not mad at how Georgia and Kirby Smart uh, handled the game. You, you feel otherwise? You think they, they went a little too hard? No, I w- I'm, not, I'm not mad at it by any stretch of imagination. Just like I said, getting those, getting those guys in on the sideline that probably never going to play in another game. Or I mean, they may. They've been there two years in a row, may, maybe make a third. But, you know, get some of them guys in that, that may not have a chance otherwise. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, for all things considered, and thank you, Alan, for calling from Maryland. I'm I'm here on the air watching. I actually made a point. I, I think it was in the the third. I think it was in. The, Shep, were we in the third quarter already? When Stet, or was the fourth quarter when Stetson Bennett uh, was pretty much he ran out, called the timeout. And they pulled him so he could get that ovation. Was that the third or the fourth? Do you recall? I'm pretty sure. I I, I will triple check that. I'm pretty sure it was the third. Yeah, it feel. I think it was the third. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know how do you control such a thing. You can't. It's an it's impossible. The most you can do is say, okay, well now we'll run the football. Uh, you just keep going and going and going until you you know that you are winning the game. I'm not mad at him. Davis calling from Alabama. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Evening, JR. Happy New Year to you, man. To you as well, Dave. What's up? Man, it's unbelievable. I mean, they got their hearts kicked out. They got kicked off the planet, and their intestines was used for junk work, man. It wasn't even a fight. (laughs) It wasn't even a contest. They just rolled over and died. Matter of fact, the fog got boiled in water, man. I mean, they didn't even put up a damn fight. I've okay. seen five-year-olds put up better fights than that. All right. Good night, man. That's ridiculous. Okay. Well, I turned you. my jersey inside out about getting beat like that. Oh, well, it, tonight you probably could have helped play uh, for, for TCU. <laughs> you could have probably hey, Nah. I'd have took a knee throughout the whole game, man. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah, man, because they just gave up, man. That's what I was hoping uh, took place. Hey, Dave, I appreciate you, man. All right, thanks. Have a good night. You as well. I was hoping that they they took a knee and got the game over with, but it didn't. It didn't happen. Casey's calling from San Francisco, out in the Bay. Hey, Casey, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it. This is my first time listening to you, actually, and I'm really enjoying your show. You have a very calming, soothing tone about your voice. I want to say that. Thank you. I'm enjoying my car ride right now. Two things I want to bring tonight. Uh, The first is Benson's age. Everyone's harping on 25. He's too old. He's crushing all these young kids. To me, it doesn't matter. 19, 20, 21. I think 25 doesn't make a difference. He's a stud. He balled out tonight. I think people should respect that. Yeah, I think people who say such a thing are just um, just being trolled. And it's not like, here's the deal. It's not like at any point he's absolutely been dominating anybody. I know, okay, fine, he, he finally gets into the, the legitimate Heisman conversation this year. And the, the, the biggest attribute for himself is his experience now, especially going through everything he went through last year and the circumstances from walk-on to do it. But I, I haven't heard too many people kind of throw on, uh, you know, the switch of, oh, he's just a grown-ass man beating up on kids. I haven't heard that. Yeah, for sure. 
My, my second point tonight, the, the previous caller two or three ago was saying that, you know, third string should have got in, should have given him a chance. I, I disagree with that. This is the national championship. I think coaches come out here to win the game. Kirby Smart was not letting the gas off. And if I'm a coach playing for the national championship, I'm going to put the gas on all night long, and I'm going to show the country what I can do. And I think they did that tonight. Yeah, well, look, Kirby Smart also had $1 million staring him in the face. I don't think he wanted to lose that either. Exactly. <laughs> Hard knock life. Hey, Casey, I appreciate you calling from the Bay, man. Be safe out there. All right. Thanks, bro. Bye. No doubt about it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's some rough go-rounds out here, folks. Georgia beating TCU 65-7. to Kirby Smart is sitting in the, the press conference room right now. He's just uh, – He's just preaching away about his his guys, giving them all the praise and all the credit in the world, and he's knocking over the microphone as he uh, gets the hell up one out of there. Paul is here from Anchorage. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Paul? Hey, Jr. Uh, I believe too many NFL head coaches get fired way too soon. Uh-huh. And, Why? And the reason. The reason I say that, Jr. is, uh, you know, I'm 65 years old. I've been watching sports for a long time. Uh, no coach wins consistently without good players. Correct. But then you also have uh, coaches who do a terrible job. I mean, you got Nathaniel Hackett. How do you explain that? Yeah, I understand that. But, uh, uh, well, okay, you say did a terrible job, but uh, – uh, the, his organization gave him what I don't know how many year, years of a contract, but uh, I'd I'd like to at least let the guy finish out the season because oh, uh, oh. He, I, I think you have to open yourself up to to evaluation and and at least like what's the holdup? I mean, when you're embarrassing yourself, so first of all, the family who owns Walmart, the Waltons, bought the Denver Broncos. I don't think they're worried or all that concerned about the remaining years or dollars on his deal because they have that probably, you know, stuffed into the couch cushion somewhere by accident. It fell out of somebody's pocket. I I don't think – see, fans have – and this is from a business standpoint. Fans have so many different options when it comes down to entertainment. Fans have so many different places where they could send their money. And fans are not stupid. I had a caller hit me up from Denver early on in the season, and he told me right out the gate, this is not going to work with Hackett just from the first game when he decided to kick a 61-yarder. And I said, it's early. I said, you might be 100% correct, but it's early. Let's see what happens in subsequent games. And nothing got better in subsequent games. I mean, warts continue to show. He had to hire someone to help him with clock management. They were utterly embarrassed. There's a part that also comes in where you got to think about morale. You got to think about the people in the locker room, the people in the organization, and then you got to think about your fan base who's sick. The coaches still get paid, so I'm I don't feel uh, all that bad for them. Cliff Kingsbury just signed an extension. He's going to get his money, and if he decides to go back to the college coaching ranks, he's going to make up the difference, and everybody will go home happy, almost like Matt Rule. So, man, we know coaches get the blame, and they don't get the credit when things go right. 
But coaches also get paid, so I'm not going to complain too much. Okay, I understand. But uh, maybe, uh, like, I grew up near uh, Pittsburgh, and uh, I remember Chuck Knoll's first year, they went 1-13, and and they didn't fire him after that. And we all know the history after that. So, yeah. Well, you know, the Steelers. That, that's just... No, you're correct. And the Steelers are our model organization. I mean, you think about even the bridge from Knoll to what we have now in, in, in Tomlin. You had Coach Chen Cower there. And you don't have that. It's a, it's a different time. It's a different era. If that were to happen right now, he'd get the boot unless he was babysitting just the the next god quarterback so uh, people have little patience and I think we all know that it's what have you done for me lately and if the answer is nothing you get the boot that's just uh it's just how it is thank you Paul for calling from Anchorage Alaska it's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio 855-212-4CBS that's 855-212-4CBS Coach Sonny Dykes just sat down to talk about this ass whooping. Georgia winning 65 to 7. I don't know what he can say in a press conference, but he just sat down to speak. I'm going to spend more time talking to you, uh, getting more of your calls in. We also uh, have some other head coaches who may be going, may be coming. Is Sean McVay leaving? What about Bill Belichick? We got a lot to do, a lot to discuss. It's the JR Sport Reshow. Don't move. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I've been listening to you maybe 10, 11 months, and I always appreciate you being poignant, intelligent, and exact when you have to be. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. Stetson Bennett's numbers tonight. 304 yards passing, four touchdowns. He rushed for another two. His longest was 21 Back-to-back national titles. Guy was a walk-on. And I don't know, he he might be holding a clipboard next year in the NFL. He might be in the XFL. He might be signing autographs for just, I don't know, a couple hundred dollars a pop. I don't know. He's badass, though. You got to give him credit for what he's been able to accomplish. We don't know what the future holds for him. He don't know, or he doesn't know what the future holds. But he deserves credit for what he has accomplished. Georgia beating TCU 65-7. to 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Kirby Smart, I told you he just stepped away a few minutes ago from his press conference. And uh, he had some high praise for Stetson Bennett, who was right there up on the stage with him. Take a listen. When he came in my office and he said, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to come back or ride off in the wind. He goes, I don't understand. Everybody's telling me that I should just ride off in the sunset and be the legendary quarterback that won a national title. And he said, that's just not who I am. And he's like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Why should I do that when I have an opportunity to play again? Like, like why, why, why don't we go win it again? Yeah, might as well milk it for all it is, right? It paid off. 
He's 25 years old. And this went this went viral, I think, throughout the course of the day. He's the same age as someone who's already won an MVP in the NFL and Lamar Jackson. And you want to think about upside? It's a different NFL. We got guys at the quarterback position who are now playing later. But if you want to think about what the the physical upside is and and what the chances are, people are still going to go with, with younger dudes. And, I mean, it'd be one hell of a story if Stetson Bennett were able to, you know, make it in the NFL as a, as a contributor. I say hell to the nah. I cannot see that happening by any stretch of the imagination. But for what he's done here, it's you got to give him a, a gigantic pat on the back. 855-212-4CBS. Cindy is calling from Houston, Texas. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Cindy? I have to talk about all the TCU people who are absolute wusses. Because I was at TCU way back. Let's just put it this way. I was at TCU instead of going to the Woodstock. Okay. That, that year, that year, TCU, there was no national championships as far as playoffs or anything. So TCU got, went up to Ohio State and got beaten 63 to nothing. Oh. Yeah. Same okay. year, went down to Texas, and um, they got the score up to 60 to nothing. And um, I don't know. They so you're saying, string, you, are you saying you're saying T- I don't know. They bought well, in. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Cindy. Oh, you're sorry. saying the TCU fans right now they're wusses. Yes. Back in the day, you had to be strong. Is what I'm saying. They, hmm. The year you had to have a sense of humor, I guess, mm-hmm. because TCU wasn't that strong, and it got beaten by just about everybody. But to keep showing up at the games and cheering and playing and doing all that stuff, you had to be, I don't know, insane maybe. So oh. all the TCU people just need to buck up and, and kind of get with the program. Oh, I appreciate you, Cindy. Well, th- did you did you ex- did you think they were gonna hang in there tonight? What did you expect from the game? What did you believe would happen? Oh, I believe that they spent all of. All of their energy, everything they did on their last game, I, I didn't expect right. them to do well. Right. That's a they good laid it on the floor and did, or on the ground and did a wonderful job. Okay. But yeah, you're right. Well, I appreciate I, you for calling up, Cindy. Wait, wait, wait. Can I do oh. one more thing, please? Yeah, yeah go ahead. The year go ahead, Ohio please. State beat TCU 60 to nothing, went to Texas, they beat TCU 6. Well, they had TCU. 67 to nothing. Okay. Late in the fourth quarter, TCU scores a touchdown. Texas puts their first stringers back out so they can beat us 67. So it, the point was they wanted to beat TCU by more than what Ohio State beat uh-huh. TCU. So, you know, to live through all that, you guys can, the TCU fans today can live through a hard loss tonight. Yeah, they'll be all right. They'll be okay. The I sun going to so. rise tomorrow, isn't it, Cindy? Absolutely. Yeah, well, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.
Thank you. Cindy's like, hey, you TCU fan, bunch of wusses, you be all right. They were in SoFi Stadium. I saw an image. Uh, we know that there's terrible rains out in, in, in parts of California right now. Lots of flooding, landslides. I hope you're safe, all my friends listening out on the West Coast. But SoFi Stadium has a roof, but there's like sides. There's one side where the, the, the there's no wall. Air, open air, they want to catch the air from the ocean, except for it also catches the rain. And where the rain came in at was over by the TCU fans. You can't make some of this stuff up. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to North Carolina. Let's talk to Josh. You're on CBS Sports Radio. How you doing? First, I want to, first time caller. I uh, listen to your show almost every night. Uh, I just want to say Stephen Bennett uh, deserves all the credit in the world. Um, I think age doesn't matter. He, he gets a lot of that he's not going to make it in the NFL, but I, I kind of want to compare him to Russell Wilson when he was getting drafted, being short. You know what I'm saying? He's not going to succeed, and you see how he turned out in Seattle. But, I mean, right now he's not really doing anything. But Why? So, what? Are, you know what? I'm not even going to ask why you're comparing Russell Wilson uh, coming out of school to Stetson Bennett. Russell Wilson was a ridiculous athlete, a multi-sport athlete. Where do you believe Stetson Bennett? Well, I'm, just, I'm saying I'm saying as a physical standpoint of like a, him coming into the no. NFL. Russell no. Wilson was getting was being they they were saying he's too short when he's coming out of West Wisconsin. But I, I I just I just told you Russell Wilson was a multi-sport athlete who could have I, I, under, I understand that. Well, whoa, talking, when you, but, well, slow down, Josh. Slow down. Go ahead. You understand that, then you, you kind of ignored my point. The last time I checked, Stetson Bennett had to walk on to play football. If we want to talk about this from an athletic standpoint, like if you're only telling me about their height, oh, 5'10", 5'11", that is to ignore the, the athleticism of, of Russell Wilson. Uh, Stetson Bennett, I don't think he got drafted by, I don't know, the, the, the Texas Rangers or the A's or the Brewers. I don't, you know, so it, you can't just look at height. You I'm have not, to look at I'm the. Not, if, if you compare their numbers also, look at their, I mean, Russell Wilson at West Coast. No, no. It's, it's, I, I think it boils down to, especially where the league is at right now, athleticism and Stetson Bennett and yes you you mentioned this Russell Wilson unless he can find the fountain of youth with a new head coach and offensive coordinator next year it's unlikely that he finds it Stetson Bennett is not running around with those dudes out on the field like Russell Wilson does so even if you we will disagree on that where do you honestly believe based on what you have seen if you have to think about all starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now, where do you think Stetson Bennett would fit in? All right. Well, look at Heineke, what he did. I didn't. No, I didn't ask you that. I didn't ask you about sure. Heineke. I asked you about Stetson Bennett. Think about every starting quarterback in the NFL today, right? Let's just Martin. let's okay. hit the fast forward button. Where would Stetson Bennett fit in next year? Well, there's a there's a few teams that he would fit into. Cause there's a lot of teams that have quarterbacks. Uh, no, where, 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 where? You can, you can go to Texans. 
You can go to, oh, you can okay. go to Washington. Okay. All right. But I mean, you got all. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, he's not going to get the first first round draft. Like, oh, okay. So where? So where? You said so. You just said he he can go to the Texans. Well, the Texans will select number two, but now you're telling me not the first round. So so where? I'm just, I'm just saying that he he deserves all the credit in the world. Yeah, he, he does. Also, he, I'm just saying he's he's going to be fine. I think he's going to transition to be fine in the NFL. What does that? What mean? I'm saying he might not go first round, but Russell Wilson didn't go to first round. That's what I'm saying. What does what does fine mean? Is he going to play? He's going he's to succeed. Yes, he'll play. Look at Brock okay. Purdy, the last pick of the draft last year. Look where he is. Oh, well, that's that's always an out of an ordinary. And that guy's also younger than this dude. I appreciate you, Josh. Thank you, man. All right. No doubt. Man, you got you to gotta look at these guys are prospects. It's, it, it's potential. Look, we have seen weirder things take place. I'd be shocked if this man threw a pass in the NFL next year. Come on now. Brock Purdy. Oh, yeah, by the way, he just turned 23. Stetson Bennett is 25. He's about to be 26. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. More of your calls on the other side, 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Man, first of all, you know, I just want to start off by saying I respect you a lot and I love your show and everything that you do. So just wanted to say mad love and love everything that you do. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. That's right. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We know tonight, Georgia. Had no problem getting rid of TCU and winning the national championship. The final score, 65-7. to And one of our callers just uh, reached out before the break, and he's just like, oh, yeah, I feel good about Stetson Bennett in the NFL. And I'm like, really? And he's just like, like yeah, I, I, feel, I feel good about its prospects. And, he, he said in regards to height, it's like Russell Wilson. And I'm like, well, what about the athleticism? And then he's just like, you know, maybe he won't go in the first round. I'm like, okay. I'm like, where would he start in the NFL, Stetson Bennett? I said, look at all, look at all the teams. Look at 32 starting quarterbacks. Like, where would he get a chance? He's like, well, Houston. I'm like, are you sure? Like, well, look at Heineke. I'm like, well, what about him? Look at him. Guy had to barely come over from a an XFL contract. He's like, well, look at Purdy. He got drafted last, and he's starting. And I'm like, yeah, Purdy is 23 years old. By the time next season rolls around, Stetson Bennett will be just sitting on 26. Look, I'm all for a good story. 
the story that Stetson Bennett has had is already absolutely amazing. Are we going to continue to push it? Make my day if he make my day if he wins a Super Bowl two years from now. Make my day. I'll be the first one, just like everybody else, to tell you, man, I ain't believe this guy was going to do all of this. A matter of fact, Stetson Bennett, he just finished speaking to the media a few minutes ago, and he was asked specifically, what do you want NFL teams to know about you? Stetson, um, I know you didn't want to talk about the NFL. To, this game was over. This game's over. Um, the career's over. What do you want the NFL to know about you as they uh, begin to scout you for, uh, for that level? I don't know. I've been here long enough, I'm sure. <laughs> There's some game tape. Um, I, I don't know. Um, I'm a hard worker, pretty good at football, smart, um, you know, but they'll see that. I don't know. Um, that'll take care of itself. Today we're, we're national champs. Okay, all right. A little bit of a bro. I'm a hard worker. I'm smart. All right, fine, okay. Get back to the team. Yeah, we're, today we're national champs. That'll, I'm sorry, Shep. I, I, I didn't say anything that time. Oh, I thought I heard. Maybe I'm hearing things. It's well, I, I wanted to, but, you know, I would just say, JR, that, um, although I really didn't say anything that time, that um, Stetson Bennett is an individual um, that is four years younger than Chris Winkie, and even though Chris Winkie was a disaster in the NFL, he at least got a shot. Stetson deserves a shot. Why does he deserve a shot? Because he was a game manager for as long as I could remember. And he had that reputation for a long time. And then he completely outplayed everyone in Alabama. He was the best player in that game. All four times he has been in the college football playoff. He has been the offensive MVP each and every single time out. That says something. That means something. Right? when you when you say deserves a shot, what to like be on a team? This isn't like yeah, like yeah. Because what, what I mean by that is yeah, he will. I Tim think Tebow, he will. Got, Tim Tebow, and I, again, I, I, well, I get it. Different ages, yes. Different sizes, sure. No, not but, even not even ages. A, a lot of a lot of everything based around Tim Tebow was a little bit of a of a hype machine there at the end. That's all well and good, but he got an opportunity to at least show that he couldn't play quarterback at the NFL level. Yeah, Stetson. I believe Stetson will get his. Right. That's that's, and, and I think that's the only that's the only thing and, I want to see for this kid. And when that's I it. say he will get his, I, I believe he will he will get drafted somewhere late. Right. And he'll be at camp, and I think it is more likely than not we won't hear about him. And, and Jr. What, what, what you cannot deny about this kid is his best football is played when his best is absolutely needed and the stakes are the highest. Because we can go back any single year and look at a guy like Matt Leinart and look at a guy like Jamarcus Russell, who were quote-unquote can't miss NFL prospects, who were a number one overall draft pick. If Leinart had gone out the year that Smith and Rogers came out, he would have gone number one overall. For some reason, he decided to go back and do square dancing, for God's sakes. Stetson Bennett has never underperformed on a big-time level. He deserves and should get a shot at the next level, at the very least. Yeah, he will. That's all. And yeah, in, in training camp, 
more than training camp, but that's a start. More? Yes. You got to play. You got to play. You got to play. But, They're not just going to hand him a what, – in what world is Stetson Bennett going to be on an NFL team and they just say – all right, here you go. What do you want to do? Give him a have him start in preseason because of what he just did? If the Eagles could have run over Carson Wentz with a moving truck on his way out, they would have. Yet he gets another opportunity to play for the Colts and then gets another opportunity to play for the Commanders, then gets another opportunity again to play for the Commanders. <laughs> like, he deserves a shot at live action on an NFL field. More than just training camp. Uh no, uh uh-uh. uh. You gotta you gotta earn that. He will get. There's a difference between getting a shot and earning it, and we know that the, when you get to a certain level, and, and Carson Wentz at one point in time, one point in time, before his leg got blown up, he played at an MVP level, and then he got paid, and then they can't get rid of the guy, and now he's here, and we know there are plenty of guys, plenty of players who get recycled around and thrown around like nothing. Okay, Nick Foles plays football, and then he falls on a ball, and now he's done. He's cooked. So, yeah, there are plenty of dudes who get moved around. I don't – Jacoby Brissett will be on another team just being glue for a a short amount of time. But you have to – you got to earn that. Like this – you can deserve a shot, but to actually play, you got to earn that. Stetson Bennett is not a big human being. He's not a ridiculously athletic freak. People kill Kyler Murray for what he does, and he is an athletic freak. And all things considered, he's bigger than Stetson Bennett. I think it's a different animal when T.J. Watt is chasing you down and the man is six inches taller than you and he's faster than you and stronger than you. Or we throw, I can start going down the list. Pick a Bosa. Pick one. Pick both of them. And they start chasing you down. It's it's different than, than college. And sure, he plays in the SEC. And this is why I'm giving him all the credit in the world. He won a national championship. He went back to back. But the idea of he he deserves a shot in the NFL, yeah, he deserves a shot, a chance to be on a team. And if he can continue to move on past that, let's rock and roll. I think there are other players younger than him who have a higher upside. I think there are enough veterans in the league who you would trust more than him. And I think given his age, he'd have to absolutely go out there and wow folks. And so if Stetson Bennett wants to add to his uh, his resume from what he did, God bless him. I'll, I'll root for him. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 